Welcome. Um, 3SB.co. Buy some shit. Absolutely. Um, S- support your homeboys and buy some shit. Welcome to the show. What's this uh, thing called? Winning time. So winning time. We well, I know you have some Arnold recap stuff. I have a little bit of Arnold shit. I just yeah. wanted to say. Yeah, feel free. That it um, hit me in the face the vibe of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Way what I did not expect. Yeah, yeah. Because like the trailer's a little dramatic. Uh-huh. And what do you call this? A comedy drama? It is a drama with comedy. There's definitely comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. As soon as you see Homeboy hop in, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the name? Dale. Is it Dale? From Step Brothers? <laughs> oh, uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, as soon yeah. as you see John C. Riley on the He's screen. playing Jerry Buss. Yeah, yeah, and he starts to bust. He, he breaks the, the, the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. You know it's all. Yeah, it's it's basically the same. Uh, that part of it is the same as uh, Big Short. Uh, which I've never seen, but I know, I know, I know. I should have watched it during the stock chaos, too. You should have, because it, it's fucking great. It's a great movie. But it's like an, it seems like, and we've talked about this not only in movie reviews, but you and I've talked about it when, before we started doing movie reviews. That all movies go through these phases, you know. It's like uh, we're in this agent phase, and then we're in this uh, horror phase, then yeah. we're in this sci-fi phase, and like right. for five to ten years, that's all the world's making. Right. This is the new genre. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we spoke about it on or off air, but the Sean Payton movie that just came out. Mm-mm. Did I tell you about that? No. Uh-uh. So you know Sean Payton, coach of the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Um, four years ago, maybe five, pretty recent history, uh, the New Orleans Saints got busted for having bounties on injuring the opposing yeah, teams. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. So they do a movie on that. Uh-huh. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but uh, Adam Sandler's company, Happy Madison, uh-huh. produces it. Oh. So going in, I at least knew what I was about to get, uh-huh. but it had a very similar vibe to this, where it's like kind of a like a serious topic uh-huh. and like a dramatic team thing, and then it's all just filled in with like, I wouldn't say super Adam Sandler humor because he's known for being pretty goofy. Uh-huh. This is somewhere in between. Yeah, um, it has the guy from King of Queens, um, Kevin James. Kevin James, yeah. Was it home team? Home team is pretty good. You know, it's yeah. not the best movie I've ever seen or whatever. But these two are like the exact same genre. Uh, oh yeah, to okay. me, and that's what made it pop in. It was like good, but and maybe it's just because what we're um, used to. But like a lot of sports movies are dramas. Yeah, right. Like remember the Titans, Miracle, mm-hmm. Rocky, the kind of underdog. I like that. Because it does remind me more of sports. Mm-hmm. Like, there's fun times in basketball practice where we're joking around, but whenever I think of sports, I think about like the adversity of being down in the fourth quarter or like running sprints until teammates are throwing up and holding each other up and, you know, pushing each other and stuff like that. So it is kind of a weird twist to see for me, at least. Uh-huh. And, and even this, where like the business part is like, again, it's dramatized, like, but there's like a lot of fucking darkness going on you know <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah like, for sure i think some i think that um maybe baseball moves, movies are more prone to comedy because both durham's a comedy major league's a comedy yeah major league for sure i mean the natural's not a comedy for love of the game is not a comedy yeah, Moneyball maybe has money ball is a little yeah so i didn't like Moneyball, and i love michael lewis i don't know what really? the fuck the guy who wrote it i, I just I, love I, jonah hill yeah this, uh, I put it on Instagram. I was hoping for your answer. I said, I, I, if you had, uh, for the rest of your life, you could only watch movies from one actor, uh-huh. well, who are you choosing? Well, it's not Jonah Hill, but... Jonah Hill was in my top. <laughs> he was in my, yeah, I didn't choose him. My, mine is a hands-down, easy one, but Jonah Hill was in my honorable mentions. 
I love War Dogs. Super bad. You can fucking watch 30 times in a row. Moneyball's fine. I don't know if I have an easy answer to that one. I mean, maybe a Denzel's been in a wide variety so of Denzel shit. So Denzel was my so choice. That yeah. was probably my choice, too. Denzel was my choice. Um, yeah, because he's just been in so many different yeah. kinds of things. His was, career's a little, it's broad. Will Smith was kind of my other one. I, don't, I didn't like specify because it's an Instagram story, but if you're talking about TV shows... Did you see that they're doing a sequel to I Am Legend, which he died at the end of, and he is in? I think in- uh, What? That's sick. Michael B. Jordan. I love it. But, uh, oh, my, it's not Will Smith? It's Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I'm down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, me too, but I mean- I think there's an alternate ending on DVD. Okay. Where I I don't know if maybe he still dies or maybe he doesn't die. I forgot. I think I saw it at some point. I know that there is an alternate ending on the DVD. And I maybe he lives, and maybe that's where the tie-in is. I don't is. know. I have no idea. I don't know, dude. I kind of liked I Am Legend. I think most people did. Even though people talk so much shit on poor Willie Smith, I think people like I Am Legend. I Am Legend is a movie, or is a story, is a book that has been made as a bunch of different movies. Uh, um, it was made with a, a, as a Charlton Heston movie in the 60s, early 70s. It's called I Am Legend or not? No, it's Heston? called Omega Man. Oh. It's the same oh, I think I've heard story. I don't love... Uh, horror stuff and obviously this is a little bit more action than horror but i kind of like zombie shit for some reason i like uh i'm still watching the walking dead if that tells yeah you i've never seen it but uh world war z yeah like i kind of like all those it was a terrible movie but no, i still not, liked yeah. it yeah like, they're not banging yeah that's half the movies i like but I denzel know. was my guy will smith was honorable mention i had another honorable mention jonah fuck i had a couple others snuck in there Maybe I, I think that if I had to go somebody else, I don't know. Maybe Costner. Costner, not bad. Uh, I think Geo said uh, putting you on blast. G. Uh, I think she said Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine. That's I read yeah. it like that too. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. There were some other ones like Michael, Michael Caine. That's a it's a, st- a solid choice. Yeah. People said Adam Sandler, and I get it. Like he's I got. Just a, don't like Adam Sandler yeah, that much. I, I like some of his old stuff just because there's like classics to m- my childhood or whatever. But like I'm not going to watch Happy Gilmore every single day. Punch Drunk Love is my favorite, but I tried to watch that more recent one that he did, uh, Uncut Gems. Yeah, it's yeah we talked. Fucking about hated yeah. that movie. Yeah. I didn't love it, and, but I didn't I didn't feel Ooh. as anxious as everyone else did. Yeah, I which just, tells me my life is quite anxious. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably you're 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 a little more attuned to the the anxiety of it, and, and I just it just didn't do it for me. Robin Williams was another one, might I think. Robin Williams would be a good choice as well. Because same thing, you can kind of bounce. You can go from Miss Doubtfire to Patch Adams to, to Jumanji, yeah. and you get a different mood. Um, uh, Goodwill Hunting, yeah, and yeah. Um, you bounce. Um, oh my God, or Dead Poet Society. You can, that's a yeah. that's a that's a Kleenex box yeah. uh, double yeah. feature. Yeah, and then right when there. you're done, you head over to Mist Outfire and yeah. clean her up. Yeah, my my best moment of improv in the time that I was doing improv on stage a couple years ago was um, <laughs> in the show. You had to we had the audience like pick certain things. It was almost a little Mad Libby. Yeah, yeah. and one of them was like a character that wouldn't normally be in this in this genre. And somebody picked Mrs. Doubtfire, not Robin Williams, but Mrs. Doubtfire. So I, I was the person who did that, and it was fucking great. It was the best moments I've ever had on, on an improv stage. It's an amazing character. Just take that character and put him in another, yeah. another uh, uh, something serious. Or yeah, who knows where, anywhere Ga- really, besides that house in San Francisco. It was it a seems gangst- weird. gangster show. Yeah, weird gangster show. Uh, I want to hit just real quick a couple of things before we. Hello. Before we. Uh, where is it? Do, 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 Are we going do. powerlifting first? Oh, yeah, I saw this. <laughs> this is like um, 
This is like the internet to me. I like, don't I don't know how to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it anyway. What's it called? Slap boxing? I don't know. It should, well, it should it says something underneath. Slap fighting. Slap fighting. I mean, you've seen like you know, what not hot new hip hop. There's a bunch of web world star obviously, but there's yeah. a fucking what's the other ones you said? E-bombs world? Did you tell me about that? I didn't, but, but I we were I talking have, about yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Cuz we were talking about that little character. Was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was on yeah, E-Bombs yeah. World, I think. Yeah, I think he could be right. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Strong Bad. <laughs> Strong Bad. That's like a lost fucking <laughs> memory in my brain. I don't know why, but yeah, E-Bombs World, World Star, all these things have like shit like this for th- 20 years now. Yeah. And Instagram a little bit, you'll see some people like, whether it's competition or just fucking around. But now they stole the UFC fucking, <laughs> the UFC uh, uh, logo and yeah. just, it's, yeah. Billion percent, their font. They yeah. do have a hell of a crowd. I, I talked to a couple friends that went to the Arnold this weekend and they said it was bumping. Oh, I'm sure it was. Which I was surprised though. Did Before we get into this, here's yeah. the question. Do you miss it or no? Uh, do you have any FOMO this weekend? I, I, uh. I've talked to a couple friends recently within like last year uh, and how and they're about my age and how they still deal with a lot of FOMO. I killed my FOMO. Yeah. I th- yeah, I I used to get a lot of FOMO, but um I get no FOMO. <laughs> I can sit at home and everybody could be doing the all my favorite people could be doing the dopest shit. I'll be like, oh, "That's cool." <laughs> I don't know why. It's gone. I I mean, the last time I went, I thought it's just going to be this is four years ago. Uh, I thought, man, this might be the last time I yeah. ever do one of these things. And the year before that, I thought the same thing. And the year before that, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I just haven't been back at all. I, I mean, I get the function of them. I mean, the coolest part for me is always seeing the people in the industry that you only, yeah, you only see once a year or twice a year or whatever, and you only deal with them by email or, or they fucking unfollow you on social media. So you unfollow them on social media. And you have any, no idea what they're doing until they show up on, on, on uh, somebody else's feed from the Arnold or from the um, yeah Olympia or some shit. Anyway, though uh, a little bit because, because there were parts of that that I actually liked a lot. The dealing with the crowds part was a yeah. part I never enjoyed. I've never like, it didn't bother me as much as it did other people, but it, I never enjoyed it. My my experience was different too. I was always working. I've never yeah. been non working. Um, I, I wouldn't say FOMO, but some of it looked cool, and it looked like it changed a little bit. Like, um, shout out to our boys at Massonomics. Like, they obviously had a booth. I think I assume it was their first booth, but I don't know. No, oh, it wasn't they did another one. one. Oh. Yeah, they, 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 it looked like they did it big, and it looked like the whole strip right there was all powerlifting. Yeah, which is cool, and that was never a thing. No, there would be like one or two booths by the powerlifting that is powerlifting, right? But other than that, like in the place, it's very pop health and mm-hmm. then very bodybuilder esque. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Like they're, I think they're across the way from Ghost. Shout out to Ghost for being yeah. there, um, like a, a, a ammonia company, and they're all kind of had their strip of powerlifting, right, which is right. cool. It's just cool. Uh, but no, I uh, I'll definitely go to them eventually. Uh, it's just like part of business. I think you kind of have to. Um, but I wouldn't say I missed it. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are people that. I mean, actually, the Massonomics guys would be like yeah. one reason. It'd be fun I, to kick it with them. Yeah, that's yeah. the sort of one reason that I would have thought about it. But oh, there's also plenty of people I don't want to fucking see. Right. So, right. You know. what I did find cool, and maybe it's again a couple. Like I really was stuck in the booth majority of the time I was there, like ninety percent of the time, maybe more. Um, it seemed like more events got the main stage this year, like this. Like, look at that crowd. Oh yeah, it's we're like nuts. I don't don't quote me, but this weekend of the Arnold has like some of the most athletes competing in under one roof yeah. in the world. Right. Like more than the Olympics. Cause yeah. they have like fucking Jedi sword fighting pole stripper pole competitions to just, uh, cheerleading, uh, jumping rope, like fencing ballroom dancing art. 
Yeah, they have literally that everything. Crazy. Everything you can name about. They yeah. they have a competition. Um, but a lot of them are like because the convention center is insane. Yeah. There are a lot of side rooms. Um, and then the main stage typically was like strongman, maybe a CrossFit competition here and there because it's always around the open. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like weight, the big weightlifting meet, the open, uh, the powerlifting meet, which is a pretty big championship, was always on the side. Mm-hmm. But I saw a lot of things that looked like they're on main stage. Was there just like a squat off? I believe so. I yeah. think I saw a squat off that was on the main page that uh, Ruska might have won. Uh, yeah, there, right. The big deadlift I know you have queued up. Yeah, uh, on the elephant bar, dude. I would love to tug on an elephant bar. And the um, I, I'm gonna blank on the guy's name, but the the second place finisher for Arnold Strongman is from Ukraine. Oh and, yeah, uh, v- 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 uh, I can't say it right. Someone's gonna fucking spell it. Valeski, v- 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 okay. I'm what? in the r- I'm in the league. You're in the you're in the zone. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. He was donating his winnings. Yeah, which is cool. To uh, for body armor in Ukraine, yeah. and Arnold said, "We're going to give you also the equivalent of the first place yeah, for you to donate." So that first place was eighty grand. Yeah, I think it's been eighty grand for a while. Yeah, like historically, the Arnold paid more than World's Strongest Man. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think Strongest Man stepped their shit up. Which is here, by the way, if you guys are ever going to be in NorCal for World's Strongest Man in, what, two months? A month and a half? Yeah. Um, right down the street from 3rd Street, open gym, come kick it. But, uh, yeah, I think Oles- Oleski. Oleski. That's that. Fuck. Right. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's cool to see uh, uh, Lisi's come back from injury and, yeah. and, and win. So World's Strongest Man should probably be exciting because he didn't compete last year. Nope. Um, but they had a big rogue invitational where a lot of those guys went. And I saw Lisi's win. I think he got top three. Uh, should be an exciting year for strongman, and it seemed like an ex- exciting event here too. Yeah, this slap fight thing is is the slap fight championship. Well, you slap saw who's fighting. announcing, right? Yeah, I did. That's yeah. wild. You can see that in just a second here. There, down he goes, and Arnold's unfazed. Yeah, he's I, like, what? "Who's that guy? That guy's famous too, right?" Yeah, I think so. I don't know who that other guy is. But I, that's, I, I recognize his face for sure. That's Logan. Yeah, I believe Logan, Logan, Logan Paul. the older Paul. You stole my haircut too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but Arnold doesn't even blink. No, no. Look at him. No, well, I, that might not actually really be Arnold. That might just be one of those Terminator robots. It probably is at this point. Yeah, because there has to be a, a lot of those, right? But he's got enough money to yeah, yeah make it real. I mean, that's just cool. It, like talk, You talk about visual sports. Like, yeah. Are you going to follow that as a competitive league? Probably not. Mm-mm. But are you going to watch that when you're walking down an expo? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm watching. YouTube or some yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I'm definitely, if I'm at that expo, I'm watching the dude slap. I mean... <laughs> That's wild. I agree. The deadlift I, was wild too. Ta- uh, Tamara? Ta- ta- yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if they're going to yeah. have a slap thing, shouldn't there be a tickle one too? Yeah, next to the arm wrestling. Yeah. And the, they probably do. I don't know. The tickle one could get a little fetishy. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Whatever. Uh, Tamara uh, Walcott. Was she the first to pull 600 on a regular bar? Uh, she was on Ellen. She pulled 621. On this thing, right? Uh, Elephant bar. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, they, sure last this, year. This one was 636? Yeah, but we're elephant barring it. Yeah. Set the world record deadlift record with... Oh, 636 pull. Bested both that the previous... Oh, so she pulled 636 on a regular bar, which beat the elephant bar record. Uh, and that's why I think she was on uh, Ellen and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So this is pure nuts. Shout and out what to- is this then? 641. Yeah. Shout out to Rogue's uh, Look at Instagram, that comment. Hey, Bart. Gonna- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Number one comment, Bart Kwan. Yeah, it was clean. And then our buddy Kale. Really clean. Like by Silent Mike, look. That's Yay, Rose. Insanity. Yeah, strong. 641. 
Yeah. But what, I, I actually, I guess uh, it kind of um, makes me sad about the elephant bar, considering she pulled 636 on a regular deadlift bar. Yeah. Because I just want to go on a deadlift bar and like pull 800. But uh, probably not happening, I guess, <laughs> by these, by this ratio. By that, yeah, that yeah. metric is yeah. apparently not going to work yeah, it just out. Shattered yeah. my dreams. But yeah, hell of a pull. That seems like it's on the main stage, which is fucking cool. Rogues, obviously, always about you know. We did the documentary on them a little bit too. Yeah, They're yeah. talking about building, you know, visuals and, and and historic style lifts, and really about the record. So uh, it's cool that they set up something like this because you know. Six years ago, this wasn't happening. Yeah. Six right. years ago, no one gave a fuck about a deadlift, let alone a powerlifter deadlifting. Right, right. And people didn't even know the difference between straps and not, and bars and not. And so it's all kind of elevating it. Yeah. It is a little bit of an exhibition thing, right? It's a fucking elephant mm-hmm. bar, even though it doesn't really whip. That's kind of crazy. I mean, it's whipping, obviously, but like, not what you would think, hey? Not as much as you would imagine. It kind of looks like a deadlift bar at that point. Yeah. Because so much of it looks like, I wonder what the distance between collars are because a lot of the distance right there looks like uh, it's on the the loading collar you know what i mean oh yeah yeah, on the sleeve yeah Yeah. where the collar to collar might be a regular deadlift i don't know i'm sure we could find the metrics but yeah it's cool it's cool to see things elevate see that's kind of shit i do like that's where like i'm so torn on i want the the competitive sport to grow and everything we talk about garrett and i wanted it but i kind of like this too like, why not have some fun with it? Like, it's fucking lifting weights. It's not going to be the NBA. Right. And even the NBA knows it's not the NBA. They have the All-Star Weekend and they have a dunk on, you know? Like, you kind of need that stuff to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good segue into our uh, our review today. We're talking about winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty. And this, uh, as Mike was saying, this is uh, in, a, in a particular style. Um, this executive producer, Adam McKay, uh, his producing partner has been Will Ferrell. And this series is how their friendship fell apart. Oh, really? Because Will Ferrell wanted Michael Shannon to play Jerry Buss. Was Will Ferrell going to be a part of this series then? No. Oh. He just... He just wanted Michael Shannon. So he just broke up with his friend because his friend didn't, didn't work take his out. advice on his job. did not work out, and they ended up using John C. Riley, who is fucking amazing oh, in the good. first episode. Yeah, really, really, really good. But, uh, yeah, they don't speak anymore. That's which crazy. Is, it is crazy. That's like, hey, Jim, I think you should wear more the color green. Yeah. You're like, Mike, I don't want to wear green. And then we just stop talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, I wonder if, who's, the, who's the bitch. One of those two's a bitch. Oh, Farrell. You think? You think <laughs> yeah. Will Farrell's being a bitch oh, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's yeah because Farrell won't talk to McKay, so it's Farrell. God damn it, Uncle Willie. Yeah. We'll have Dan call him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Dan's yeah. got the connect to yeah. Will Farrell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dan's related to him. Well, related in a marriage. Ma- marriage. Yeah. Look, modern state of society. It's family. <laughs> in a marriagey way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, John C. Riley was good. I think the ki- the kid that played uh, Magic was good. He was amazing. What I, a couple things that stand out before we? Can, I'm sure you have some kind of control or organization here. A couple things that stand out to me was the comedy drama mix. Uh-huh. The second thing, which I actually like, and this may be controversial. I don't know. A lot of movies nowadays, and it gets heat from political aspects, where they they like altruistically, optically make it about race or not. And it's so in like Star Wars was a big one, right? Like uh, the end of I I don't know which one, maybe the n- number nine. I forgot. I think it was end of n- number nine. Th- everyone's celebrating, and then they got to zoom in on the two ladies kissing. Oh, you know what I mean? That was a big controversy because people were like, "That's fine that ladies kiss, but like you're purposely doing this 
shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Where in this, um, not only because of the era, right? We're still uh, in the 70s. I think he was drafted in, I forgot the year, 78? 79. 79. 78's the year he was uh, a freshman at, at Michigan. Race was still a huge thing. Yeah. Right, obviously, and it, it it really is a transfer in sports, and sports play a lot in society and pop culture. But they just like they just hit it on the face, and I'd rather do that. Right when they 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 like show Magic Johnson's roster at first, it says black, 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 yeah, yeah. black, black, white, 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 white for, for uh, Larry Larry Bird. Yeah, and, and I think that was a huge co- topic of conversation at the time. Obviously, I wasn't alive, but I've watched a shit ton of ESPN Classic, like yeah. an insane amount. Um, and so I'd rather. If you're going to make it a point or make it establish uh, it as like a C storyline mm-hmm. to do it rather than like try to fake that it's, you know, like fake the magic on top. Like just fucking do it. I, I understand what you're saying. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know how well to put that in words, but I think you guys understand. Yeah, I know it was, it was absolutely transparent. That yeah, it was on the nose. Talking about. Yeah. It was on the nose, which is good. Yeah. Like make it on the nose. Like that, that was the kind of conversations and we, we did a podcast on it uh, in 2020. Uh, all these topics of race and society and, and, and sex and gender. We've done a lot of topics on that on this podcast. And I think the only way to do it is like, Come in respectful, but hit it on the nose. Yeah. If we're going to dance around this thing, we're never going to solve anyone's issues, and we're never going to have anyone see eye to eye. Yeah. So might as well fucking just slap it. Hey, Larry Bird's the hardworking, dedicate, you know, like. Right. But right, it, right. that's so sad, and it's so fucking true. Uh, speaking of that episode, shout out to our friend Brian Washington, yeah. who uh, was. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, well, we had heard this from him, and it certainly was on his his um, social media that he had a homeless person who was like I hang- don't even know if he knows he's homeless it was just a dude a dude because I've, I've seen the video I've seen the video he may not have been homeless who knows he had a vagranty person yeah uh, hanging out on his front porch stealing stuff off his porch whatever harassing he, him harassing him yeah he threw the guy off his property <laughs> and ended up getting arrested for it yeah and there's a question about whether race played a role in that or not because Brian is a black man and uh, yeah, I don't think I don't know if the other guy got arrested. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I he don't did. Know. I don't think he did either. Yeah. And then um, uh, finally, in this last week, um, it's the charges were all dropped, yeah. and this has been pretty much a national story. It's all over the place. Oh, really? I yeah, didn't know. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I didn't know that. All I over the text place. Him. I, I obviously followed it with him, and, and yeah, it's crazy. He lives really close to me. Lives really close yeah. to the gym. Another one. To sidestep Kane Velasquez, did you oh, see that yeah. story? I I don't understand enough of it to be able to comment on. So it. I know that's, that's how I feel about well, it. Well, I that's just, that's why we have the name of this podcast. We already have a safety barrier <laughs> for anything I say. Uh, so Kane Velasquez, uh, ex heavyweight champion of the UFC, San Jose native. I don't know if he's native, but he lives in San Jose. Yeah. Somebody molested. Uh, I've heard two stories: one of his family members, underage, or his daughter. Yeah. And he went up and shot this dude. Yeah, and then obviously he gets arrested. This other guy's fucking running around free. The story's getting out, and he has a shit ton of support from from fellow athletes in the internet. And so I don't know what's going to come of that, but um, similar ish. I don't know enough about it to say. However, I think if I were in that position, as angry as I might be in that position, yeah. I would uh, work through the system first, and then then if the system fails, th- you, then you're gonna go shoot him. Then maybe, maybe you go shoot him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't because know. Because there is a system for that. Sure, sure. And, and, and um, you know, society has rules, and we try yeah. to, like, operate within those rules until True. until we can't. True. And so... Yeah, unless you catch it in the act, and then it's self-defense. Then it's a different story. Yeah, I don't know the story on that either. I, I don't, I don't I, think it was, but... I don't know enough to be able to comment on it beyond 
yeah. what I would do. Yeah, high profile story though, and yeah. popping. And I didn't know Brian's is getting uh, abs is getting national news, which is good. I hope it does, and I hope it causes some ripples and some shit. Well, it, it points out, you know, it's the the guy is portrayed as being homeless, so that's what it's that's how it's selling is uh, the uh, across the nation is yeah, that it's, it's a homeless person yeah. who who is basically you know like um, in in his castle in yeah. in, in Brian's well, castle. Well, yeah, but that's the issue, right? California doesn't have castle law. No. Yeah. And not that he uh, shot him, but I don't know if you're allowed to punch him even. I don't even know the rules. I, I think he just shoved him. To no, be no, no, I know. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, castle law typically has to do with shooting people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Stand your ground. Yeah, caught him on a ring light or a ring doorbell Link deal. camera, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How do we get there from Magic? Oh, the black, right, white race stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's a good topic to bring up. And some people might be like, oh, like, get that out. I'm, like, trying to be entertained or whatever. But I think all art. In any form, any creation is art to me, and, yeah. and it, it should be like thought provoking or like put it in your face a little bit. So, yeah. um, I don't like it when they try to like scheme it in there, like they're all altruistic and shit. But I don't mind it being a topic in a show. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. I I agree. The um, this is a ten episode. Uh, oh, I didn't know it was that long. HBO original. Yeah, yeah, it's ten episodes. Oh, we're jamming. So I'm not sure exactly how we're going to cover it from this point forward. Um, uh, I don't know that we could really do week by week. I think that maybe what yeah, we'll do is go. Uh, we'll 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 pick talk it, about it in August. See yeah, you guys we'll, then. <laughs> we'll pick about pick it back up at the end. I think the other thing that popped in my eyes. Uh, so I played basketball my whole life, fifteen years, literally slept it, lived it, watched all I watched was ESPN Classic. And Magic Johnson's my favorite player of all time. Uh, but that's the era I kind of stopped. There's not a lot of footage on stuff before that. There's some, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's not that old, but there's like different leagues. Now you're talking about the ABA. The players aren't as exciting to watch, which I didn't enjoy. And it just wasn't as relatable to nowadays game. If you look at like a 1965 or a 1970s game of basketball, and then you watch Steph Curry now, it looks like a different fucking sport. Well, part of the reason that they picked this point in time, obviously this is the beginning of the Showtime era for yeah. the Lakers, but Jerry Buzz came in with the idea of, okay, right. so basketball was boring. Yeah, just like you're saying, basketball yeah. was boring. It wasn't um, people. It was like the they talk about it being sort of the ninth sport yeah. down from you know, tennis was bigger, golf was yeah. bigger. I mean, football obviously. Yeah. baseball. CBS has started showing games on a on a delay. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, there was a possibility that it would just be off TV altogether. Yeah. And Which is crazy because like as a basketball fan, even now you look back and there's like iconic players there. Jerry West. That's where I was heading with the rant. Uh, yeah. Bill Russell. Like Those are like known as top 20 players all time. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain, obviously. Oscar Robinson's in this era a little bit before, but those guys are known as like the greatest of all time, yeah. and they're in the 60s, 70s era. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of, you know? Like, you just think that it would have more love. But I understand why it doesn't. Like, they weren't as athletic. They weren't doing crazy shit with the ball. Right. It was like it looked more like soccer with your hands. Yeah. Where now, like they're doing insane things with the ball. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 when you're watching on TV and you see Steph Curry hit these shots, you're like, "Oh man, he's so good!" Like go fucking shoot ten threes, all you meatheads, <laughs> and tell me, tell me how many of those things even touch the backboard? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's for insane. Sure. But Jerry West, I know not much about. I obviously know he's the logo. I know he's a Laker. I know like his history. Yeah. I know his history as I would take a NBA test. Yeah. But I don't know. I never watched, and they made him 
in fucking sane. <laughs> I don't know how traumatic that is or not. Well, is he known as a bitch? I didn't even know that. <laughs> I, here's the thing: like he has a, a a a crappy relationship with the Lakers now. The Lakers yeah. don't want basically have anything to do with. Him I know anymore. that, but, but so he did was Buss, with the Lakers for a long Buss did time. Did a little bit at the end, and even the younger Bus has a little bit. Because when a family, yeah, when there's so much going on, you yeah. know, and, and the Lakers are like the star of the NBA yeah. for forty years, yeah, literally, yeah. There's going to be drama. My understanding, but, go, go on. yeah, but I didn't know West was so fucking yeah. <laughs> well that bad. I, I, and obviously, yeah, I don't know how bad it was then because it's really got some pretty significant racist overtones, right? And part of it is like a, a basketball philosophy, but uh, I don't think that that Jerry Buss, who was in the in the first episode, he's in the process of buying the team. Yeah, what you don't see in the show is that he was buying the forum. And he was buying the Kings, the the LA Kings uh, hockey. hockey, at the same time. And what did he do before real estate? So here's the thing he he has a PhD in in yeah, what do you say structural physical physical fucking, engineering or chemistry or something yeah yeah, yeah something yeah. weird yeah something something weird and and this is the thing I want to hit on we're probably going to go off on a tangent here but if someone's not a medical doctor. No, you're calling me Do doctor you call for sure. Them yeah, for, a doctor? I, I don't even care if you're a medical and obviously I'm an uneducated fucking meathead. But I don't I don't want anyone to correct me. I'll call you fucking doctor out of respect, but don't you if I call you mister, if I'm at least being respectful, don't ever turn to me and say fucking doctor. Fuck you. We we have, I don't care that you paid more money. I don't care that you yeah. paid 120 grand to go to school four more years than the average. I'm not don't I'm not going to look at you and say you know, whatever it is, world record holding squatter. Like, yeah. no, call me fucking Mike or Mr. Farr if you're trying to be <laughs> exact. I, I don't like the pretentiousness that comes with it. And they play on that, obviously, as a joke. But, but yeah, but everybody called him Dr. Dr. Uh, except for Buzz. Bus. Or uh, uh, except for uh, who's the previous owner? Uh, uh, fuck. Yeah, whoever that guy is. And yeah. then he breaks the fourth wall and he said, it's doctor. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jack Kent Cook. Yeah, Cook. The other uh, racist snuck in there that I don't know if it's going to come up later is I think it's Don Sterling. Do you know Don yeah, Sterling? Don Sterling, yeah. So Don Sterling sure. ends up owning the Clippers. Right. And then has a huge racist scandal about... At the end of his the NBA really, career. And really recently. forced him out a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. like five, within the last five yeah. years. I NBA think. forced him out. Yeah. So NBA did not allow them to use any footage from any game. For this series, I would, if I'm the NBA, I'd probably say the same. <laughs> <laughs> so what they did is they they developed these different visual techniques yeah. with different cameras. They used a couple of cameras from the late '70s, video cameras yeah. from the late '70s, and they shot on like Super 8 and 16 and 70 millimeter. The whole it, thing is like sepia or whatever. Yeah, so you kind of get the '70s. Yeah. But sometimes when they whip that thing out, I had to look really close. I thought it was Magic Johnson. Like they did one of them. Where they must have been a Super 8 camera, and it shot back a little bit. And I'm like, oh, is oh, on the golf course. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the golf course, they have like sepia, and then they pull one back when he stomps off. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, is that real? How did they get that footage? And then I'm like, oh. The, the footage of um, his going away fish fry. Yeah, yeah. Back home. Yeah. Is shot on Super 8, handheld. Yeah. They, they wanted to, it to look like dad cam. Yeah. And you it know, was, like, it was cool. Yeah, and and you can even see the 
you can see the registration holes on the sides yeah, of, the, yeah, yeah. Of, the, of that film. So they wanted it to look like a home movie. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It, it, it Nothing looks exactly like this. The fourth wall breaking is a thing that, that you know, Adam McKay's stuff often has that fourth wall breaking. And stuff, just like John C. Riley kind of fits that so well. He does. Yeah. 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 So, it, 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 I, yeah. I mean, we don't have to close out right now, but it, it was a good watch. I liked it. John C. Riley. Uh, was in Boogie Nights, which is also set in the seventies. Yeah. Um, no, he just like and and maybe it's his style humor is very Will Ferrell. You know, like they're yeah. very similar. But yeah, you just feel like you're watching Anchorman mixed with the NBA, which is like right up my alley. Like <laughs> I'm not going to be mad. You can't really fuck it up. And the guy who played uh, the previous owner, who's I'm going to have to look bring him back, Jack Kent Cook. Yeah, he is the guy from Caddyshack. Oh, I don't know. If I he's knew that. he's the young dude from Caddyshack. That's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah, and then Magic Johnson's a new kid, right? Yeah, he was, actor, they then... they looked apparently all over the world to yeah. find when he that starts guy. to grow the goatee. Uh, he really looks like Magic Johnson. Yeah, in in this episode a little bit, uh, but I and I've just only obviously watched. I'm not best friends with Magic Johnson, although I wish I've only watched just a shit ton of interviews and shit. But he he has his charisma pretty good. Yeah, uh, knocked in. They show Larry Bird, but I don't think he talks. No, yeah, but he's, he yeah. does come in. Like a lot of and he kind of looks like him too. It's yeah, a lot, good. Of, a lot of uh, celebrities who they, they basically just got to be like in the front row of games, like Jack Nicholson yeah. and stuff, it, it, they're in the series. Yeah, which makes sense. Like Jack Nicholson uh, is literally a part of it, <laughs> the yeah. NBA. Yeah, no, really. Yeah. Now, back in 82, 83, I actually went to a couple of concerts at the Forum. Oh, dope. I never saw a basketball game there, although there was talk about going one. I, I was broke. So, yeah. you know, I was scraping it together to even go to these shows. I saw Billy Joel there. What's the Forum now? Nothing? Uh, it's an entertainment venue. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever been. Um, I've only been staples. But, but the look of it is so iconic. That's yeah. why you see so many pictures of it and yeah. stuff. It, it just has that look. It was called... Uh, the Inglewood Forum at yeah. the time, and then it became the Great Western Forum. And this team, I mean, it, you could argue is the most iconic team in sports history, at least in the conversation. Oh, yeah. Like oh, this, yeah. probably a couple of Yankees teams or whatever, but they're definitely in the conversation of being the most iconic team of all time. I also saw Sammy Hagar there. Oh, that's that's probably a banger. Uh, pre pre Van Halen, Sammy Hagar. Yeah. He, one of the craziest things I've ever seen on a stage in a rock and roll show, there was like a, this beam above the stage and it like was hinged in the middle so it would break, you know, it yeah. would like come down and on this hinge. And then they put him, he, like he was in a harness and like was strapped onto it. And then the thing rose up and he was like flying, p- flying. Sounds and, like some Kanye West shit. It. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, Jerry Buss, uh, I don't know why people call him doctor. We have friends in this industry who uh, have PhDs, yeah. and I've never called one of them doctor to their face. Yeah, I, I don't know. Unless I'm, unless you're about to like touch my balls and I'm about to cough, I'm probably not going to call you doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so Nadolsky, but nobody else. Yeah. Know? But even that, like, if I meet him in person, I'll call him like Mr. Nadolsky until he starts to touch my testicles. <laughs> I probably won't call him doc. Hey, doc, you can warm your hands up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, do, I don't know why. And it's not a disrespect thing to me, but, uh, and I don't think, I don't know. I, I think if you're that type of person that gets so insulted mm-hmm. by what, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, so even, even that, like, I'm obviously not that old, but like, even if I get older and someone calls me Mike, like, my dad would fucking kill me if I called him, uh, someone older than me or like one of my dad's friends by their first name. Like, oh. it's always Mr. or Mrs. Mm-hmm. or I get fucking slapped. I understand the respect and I, I like, I like 
respect. Like I was raised on that. But I think it becomes pretentious. Yeah, when you're doctor. Yeah, bro, chill, chill. Fuck out. Yeah, like my, Mike Sean's dad yeah. is an orthodontist. Uh-huh. And and part of respect, but also just how I was raised. I call him Dr. K. That's yeah. just how I met him. Uh-huh. So I call him Dr. K, like kind of a nickname. But it's not, but if I called him Mr. Kelleher, he's not going to fucking kill me. You you know, like he, I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, no, no I, I, I don't know how. And now, calling somebody Doc, they don't have to be a doctor for you to call him Doc. Yeah, my grandpa's nickname was Doc for some reason. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. He had the same name as my dad, but everyone called him Doc. Grandpa Doc. <laughs> I have no clue why. That's interesting. Still don't know why. Yeah. Definitely not a doctor. He was a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> Doc's uh, a cool nickname. Doc would be a good dog name. Doc would be a good dog name. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Especially a licky dog. Yeah, very licky Tell dog. I, I got to show you this stupid dog that's right down the street, and I'm working real hard not to get it because I want it so bad. It's just big old fat lab thing at the. It's just so cute. We are uh, remarkably close to one of the dog shelters. It's literally on the other side of the freeway from us. It's a brother sister combo there. It's cute. Mm. Doc. <laughs> so uh, uh, Jerry Buss who ends up owning the the Lakers uh, has ultimately has six kids and they all work in the organization yeah. still Jeannie being the one who's running it but I wonder he, if they do other things because he obviously got rich and then bought the Lakers and got extra rich because he elevated it and the sport elevated like a little bit of dumb luck yeah um, but yeah, getting Irvin Magic Johnson, turning it into a show, which is mm-hmm. smart, and they tease that in the next episode. Uh, but then Michael Jordan coming along. Like the NBA from ni- 1979 to the year 2000 or 98, probably tenfold its money, I'd imagine. I would imagine so, yeah. Each team, each, the television, the spot, like all of it went absolutely apeshit in that time period. Yeah. Um, so he, he was probably one of the very few that made a shit ton of money on the NBA. Because a lot of people don't. Yeah, well, I don't know. Our 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 franchise here is probably getting. Uh, I feel like it's devaluing because we can't ever win anything. That's, but I, th- but I think that's most teams. Yeah, I, I've never. I've always heard, and it's half a joke, but I've always heard that sports teams in general are pretty bad. Well, and that's that was definitely true at the time. Yeah, and if you can't like buy it and then hold it, and then then you're never going to make your money or back. do something with it. Like that's a huge turnaround. You like know? the you know. Celtics, like of uh, a an iconic franchise, changed hands a bunch of times yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, when they were good. Yeah, yeah, and they're still good now, but they went through ups and downs. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you buy the Kings right now, yeah. and then you can get to the playoffs for ten years straight, you probably make some money or any year. Yeah, no, but you know, because yeah, you need the longevity One year. For the value. One year, then the second year is when you get the jersey sales and ticket. You know what I mean? Like you kind of need a ramp up. Yeah. Did you see that? Was it three times in the last two weeks that the NBA has had to acknowledge that um, late in games, uh, referees made bad calls that basically ended up in the Kings losing. No, but uh, I don't doubt. Two thousand two. I, I saw the mini documentary. Never stops. Well, that yeah, and, and um, yeah, I don't know why that is. Um, but that guy, uh, there's I think there's a documentary on him. Maybe we should cover. I think, uh, yeah. Sure. What's his fucking name? Donahue. Maybe. Supposedly he was betting, right? Yeah, yeah. supposedly, yeah. yeah. That's the that's part Maybe of the story. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, so the, I actually have already listened to a couple of things this morning about about reactions to this show, and the a question that I have that we always kind of ask is, who is this for? And I felt like when I was watching it, because I was not the biggest basketball fan yeah. at this time, I was a baseball fan, and uh, but 
because of what happened from 79 going forward, I knew about what was going on because basketball came into right. to the mainstream culture. And as I was listening to, to Adam McKay talk about it, like brought black culture into mainstream culture. For sure. Yeah, I think I think – like I said, it was kind of like a perfect recipe of all this. And like, that's why I think I fell in love with basketball. And like, I don't know, I was probably six years old, 92, 93, yeah. uh, obviously a great time to fall in love with basketball an easy time, but yeah. it had such a culture about it. Yeah. Um, and black culture obviously played a huge role into it, but hip hop and sneakers mm-hmm. and all these things around literally those years, the early nineties with Jordan, which magic Johnson set the foundation for. Um, I just never like felt a culture with other sports and yeah, baseball has a culture, but yeah. especially it's kind of been worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of have like a Puerto Rican Latin culture. You kind of have like the the farmer white boy culture. Like, there's a lot of different cultures within baseball. Where basketball, even still, even though it's pretty international now, has such like a vibe about it. Um, yeah. And I f- I fell in love with that. Um, and I definitely think that Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, are two names that are so household. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every I've probably used this definition before, but like if my mom knows. Your name, yeah, it's household to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's a good barrier of it, at least with sports stuff or actress stuff, you know, because she's not, she's into pop culture, but she's not that into it. Everyone fucking knows who Magic Johnson is. Right. You know, everyone, even now, like there's probably five names, like LeBron James, probably Michael Jordan, probably Shaq, mm-hmm. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Like everyone fucking knows him, you know? Yeah. Which is huge. So when I was watching it, I was thinking, that I so much love the way that it looked and its recreation of yeah. the late 70s. Like, you know. Where did the Playboy Mansion all the time? Was, was that that? Well, Jerry Buss owned one of the one of the locations, the ones in, one in Phoenix the, oh. of the Playboy Mansion. Oh. Playboy Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, didn't even, I don't know anything about any yeah. of that. Well, he, he had a reputation. No, I'm sure. For um, banging it out. Yeah. Pretty often. Yeah. With, with much, boy young, much younger women. Yeah. Much, much younger women. I, I don't know who it's for. I, th- I think uh, for, based on episode one, it's probably for everybody because they have that comedy thing. If it was a little bit more on the basketball mm-hmm. thing, you know, eh. But because John C. Riley's kind of mixing it up, I think most people would probably end up enjoying it. Yeah, there is not m- much basketball in the first episode. No. I understand that there is more as we go along. Yeah, but, um, yeah they, they, they talk a little bit about the you know him getting drafted and the negotiations there. Um, yeah, no, it feels more like a family-ish drama. Uh, the negotiation part of it, yeah. when he's being offered four hundred thousand, and he's holding out for six hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't know how that works. And his, well, it was a little different then. Yeah. I, I, I had this is a little backgroundy, but um, uh, at the time, you could, if you were, if you were potentially going to be drafted. Up until the last minute, you could decide to go back to college. Because now, yeah, I don't think you can. If you declare, like, you basically throw away your eligibility, I think. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, he could have gone yeah. back. And he, Which he, is funny. Yeah, he said he was going to go back, uh, according to this. They I didn't know. say the number that Larry got paid. Uh, six. Oh, it was? Oh, well. No, that was, uh, that was. Uh, That's what he asked. Or five. He asked for six. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Abdul-Jabbar had 650. Yeah. Which I think is funny. Yeah. Which is like perfect because he's like, yeah, I'm not the guy yet. He's a six. But they said, you know what Larry got paid, which may, that's all they said, which oh. made me think that Larry got nothing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I, but, I don't think I ever saw that number. Yeah. I, I know what he, I know what he, what Magic ultimately ended up with was five. Oh, okay. But the uh, conversation he has with his dad and his yeah. dad's like, I, you, I have sacrificed yeah. for you. Yeah. And I never, uh, like, I, I should have pushed back against being devalued and, yep. and racism and whatever, whatever, whatever. But I didn't do that so that I could prov- provide 
of an environment in which you could excel as a basketball player. And Why are show, you doing this? The show shows, uh, who knows right how true any of this is, but it shows early that Magic cares and sees that his dad works really hard for him. Uh, and that he had the seeds of being a savvy businessman yeah. when he was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, which now we know. Like, I think he owns part of the Lakers. He owns a billion Starbucks, a billion yeah. 24-hour fitnesses, um, among other things. Yeah, I don't know the money then, and I do think it was way different because they might have even had a players' union at that point. For all I, know. I don't know, because now there's there's like uh, rook, rookie maximum and minimums, right. et cetera. Like, it's no way is a rookie coming in getting what the star player of the Lakers is getting. It's not even close. Yeah, you know, LeBron's getting twenty mil a year. For Rookie's sure. getting a mil. Yeah. So uh, rather than because we're let's rate it when when we get to the end of it. But yeah. at this point, I liked it. I yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna keep watching it. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I, I wish I could kind of binge through it. You know, I like doing two or three episodes at a time. Yeah, I feel um, you. Because then you kind of get lost. Because actually, on my own time, I was watching uh, Friday Night Lights, oh, okay. which I've never seen. I've never seen it either. Yeah, and it's like I honestly don't think that good. But everyone was talking so highly Everybody of it. Loved it. Yeah, right. Yeah. The first season I thought actually sucked, um, but I have nothing else to watch, so I kept banging through. And then second season got a little bit better. Uh-huh. Um, a little bit less football in the second season so far. A little bit more like high school drama y shit, mm-hmm. um, which I don't mind. It is what it is. But it started to get a little bit better. But yeah, I, I remember, and it came out, what, 2010, maybe-ish, maybe a little oh bit earlier. God. But everyone was talking so crazy about it. And even still, people talk crazy about it. And I was very, eh, on it. But there's a lot of ties to this. And so it mixed up in my brain for a second. Like, there's a little bit of uh, racist-y things going on in the right. first season. Uh, obviously, sports things going on. Um, yeah, I don't know. Blew, blew my brain a little bit for a second. Blew some fuses, the connections. Totally understand. But so, yeah, this is good. I like it. So, I, I suggest people watch it. So Winning Time, HBO Original, HBO Max, uh, comes out on Sundays. Yeah. Um, Y'all. Sunday evenings. Check it out. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, comments wherever we have comments. Uh, we have a brand new um, website for the podcast. It's 50% where percent is a word. And 50 is just numbers, so 50% facts.com. This is the we have had an, uh, a website, but it's been a giant pain in the ass to keep it up to date. This one updates itself, and I only have to do work on it when I want to do something different than what it does on, on its own. So check it out there, but you can find our Discord link there. Nice, yep, get in there. We got questions we're answering maybe every Friday now. It seems like a decent vibe. There's a tab once you get into Discord. So you join the Discord. You probably have to make a username if you don't have one. For those that don't know, Discord is probably, um, it's definitely the future, I think, but it is the current as well. It's it's similar to a big group chat, if you think of it that way. So we can build our community there. We have different text channels within that group chat. So there's a general where you guys can bullshit, show your lifts, talk shit. But then we have other little ones, if you look on the left. And on the left, we have one that's called uh, Only Dumb Questions for now. And uh, We don't want dumb questions. We want we cool don't. questions. But that's the title for now. So you go in there, leave your question. If you get chosen, we're going to cover it on an episode of Fridays and you'll win a gift uh, a gift from 3SB Third Street Barbell from Jim and I um, so check that out uh, you'll also get exclusives on clothing maybe Discord only drops for sure early access so join that uh, and then like Jim said the 50% Facts website will be updated um, all the time so if you want to find you know if you switch from Spotify to iTunes or whatever you want to do easy links are there for you yep all of them um, that's it I'm Solomon Mike 2Ks, everybody want to find me, 3SB.co, and we'll catch you Friday. 
I am at the Jim McD on all the social media. Uh, if you are in Sacramento or the greater Sacramento area coming up this Saturday, we have another oh, yeah. open gym day. The 12th, March 12th, we're partying. Uh, 8 to noon-ish. And uh, come see us. Come talk to us full free. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.